SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This is Late Night Conversations, 19 minutes after 10, and uh, we are speaking right now consumer issues. I'd love uh, to uh, remind you, A-teamers, that you can call us on uh, 0891-104207 or on 011-714-206. Our guest right now is Omar Ramuru, who is the Media Liaison Officer at Consumer Goods and Services Ombud. Thank you very much for joining us, Omar. How are you this evening? I'm very well, thanks, and good evening to the listeners. Excellent. Omar, first thing that I'd like us to look at is uh, the work that you do at the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud. What is it? Maybe outline it for us. Okay, the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud is an institution that uh, resolves disputes between consumers and suppliers. And we are set the institution is set in line with the Consumer Protection Act, Section 82. So we are mandated by the Department of Trade and Industry to resolve complaints that arises between consumers and suppliers. Mm. And now in terms of um, um, your annual report, I know that the one for 2019-2020 has already been released. Could you perhaps take us through some of the findings in your report? Oh, yes. Um, With that report, we have uh, established that there, there is rise in complaints that relate to uh, appliances. When we talk about appliances, we are referring to your television, you know, your kettle, your iron, such things. And what are we picking up that is common is that these products, they tend to be defective within at least the implied warranty of six months that is uh, mandated by the Consumer Protection Act. The Consumer Protection Act says when you purchase or when you pay for a product, it must be at least durable and it must at least perform the purpose of of what was intended when it was manufactured for at least six months. So we have realized that these products are failing within six months of automated warranty. And the other area that we saw rise is telecommunication. When we refer to telecommunication, we're talking about your cell phones. What about cell phones? We're talking about contracts. When the consumers want to cancel this contract, remember the Consumer Protection Act gives consumers the right to cancel. And prior to the Consumer Protection Act, which came to effect in 2011, you couldn't cancel the fixed-term contract. But thanks to Consumer Protection Act, because it has that provision that you can go out of a fixed-term contract. Why? Things happen in life. You may be retrenched. You may be not able to continue with the contract. So what must you do? Must you be stuck with that contract? No, you can't. 
must you just keep quiet and you don't pay, then they ended up handing you over to the credit bureau. No, the Consumer Protection Act says you can cancel the contract, but obviously there will be cancellation fee. But what is key, the provision of the CPA, Consumer Protection Act says, the cancellation fee must be reasonable. But what are we seeing in the industry? The cancellation fee is not reasonable. Let me make an example. You've got a contract, a cell phone contract for that matter. It has to go for 24 months. Remember that is law. If it goes beyond, the law says the supplier must prove to you as a consumer that if it is, it is for your benefit, that is beyond 24 months. But basically, it's 24 months. So let's make an example again. You are retrenched. You took a contract, and within eight months, you are retrenched. You cannot continue with the contract. Consumer Protection Act gives you the right to consult your service provider and cancel. But then they will give you cancellation fee, but it has to be reasonable. But what we have seen as a trend, the suppliers or the service providers, they're just saying, okay, your contract was 24 months. What do we do then? You've paid for eight months. The remaining months, it is your balance that you need to pay. Is it reasonable? No, it's not reasonable. That is unfair. They are frustrating you to cancel the contract. That is what the Consumer Protection Act is giving you the right to say. They don't have the right to frustrate you to go out of that contract. So that is where we intervene as the ombudsman. That is another sector that we saw arise. Now, Omar, before we move on to the next sector, in the case where you find that uh, some of the service providers are actually becoming unreasonable, what would a consumer need to do to get uh, uh, assistance? And what would the process be? That is a brilliant question because me and you as mere consumers, we want to know what is reasonable or how do we measure what is reasonable. That is where the ombudsman come in. So the consumers, if you feel that this overall amount that you are given to settle the contract is unfair and you cannot afford it, but you cannot justify it, then the law gives you the right to approach the ombudsman to say, this is the deal that I've been given by my service provider and I feel it's unfair, but I cannot prove it. So the ombudsman will take over your complaint and investigate the matter. And what do we do as the ombudsman to investigate the matter? We engage the service provider for them to explain how did they arrive to that amount as the settlement amount. They need to show us to prove that it is reasonable. So there's a lot of work that is done in the background that me and you as a consumer, we won't understand it. But we are grateful for this platform because now we are educating the consumer that if you feel your cancellation fee is not fair and is not enabling you to go out of that contract, that means they are frustrating you. So that is the right time to approach the ombudsman. And the ombudsman will intervene, mediate the matter until they reach the settlement agreement for you to be able to go out of the 
uh, contract. Perhaps you are at home, um, Atima, and you've experienced uh, one of these issues around your service providers not being fair when it comes to cancelling contracts, or even um, you've purchased a good that had defects, like Omo was uh, mentioning earlier. Please do let us know how you handled it, or if you've got a question around um, what the Ombud does, uh, the Ombud for uh, Consumer Goods and Services. Call in on 0891-104-207 or you can call in on 011-714-2006. We also do have a WhatsApp number, which is uh, 0614-104-107. So, Omar, you are going in uh, to um, inform us about other sectors that you noted or cited within your report. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. The other sector that we saw arise in the past financial year is defective goods. And what am I saying? We are talking about your furniture. You know, when you go out to a service provider and you're looking for a product that will satisfy your need, like your lounge suit, your dining room suit, you know, your bedroom, uh, base and mattress, things like that. And then when they deliver, you use them for a few weeks or a few months, then you realize that these things are starting not to be stable. That is where we are saying the product is defective. Remember the Consumer Protection Act says whatever that you've paid for, it needs to be durable, sustainable, and be fit for purpose and free from defects. That is critical. But when we look at the cases that we receive in our office, we then realize that the industry is not living up to their brand at some point. Because the goods that we are delivering to the consumers, they are not durable, they are not sustainable, they are not fit for purpose, you know? So that's where we saw the rise in things like, let me make an example, based on my trace. You go there, you buy base and mattress with confidence, and they promise you this 20 years warranty. You know what does, what does that tell you as a consumer? It says to you, anything that will happen within 20 years with this base and mattress, I can go back. And for real, that is law. Warranty simple means the manufacturer of the product, the designer of the product says within this period, if anything happens to this product, come back, I'm here. I will sort you out. Let me just quickly explain the uh, difference between warranty and guarantee. Guarantee, the supplier of the product is saying, take this product when it you go home, it will serve the purpose. That is your guarantee. On the flip side of the coin, warranty says, take this product. I'm, gar- I'm guaranteeing you that within 15 years, 5 years, 20 years, whatever the case may be, if anything happens to this product and it's failing you, come back. I will sort you out. I hope that consumers are understanding what I'm trying to explain. So when you buy base and mattress, you you are attracted to that price because it comes with that 
it's attached with that warranty. Then you say, I can pay 20 grand for these base and mattress because they are giving me 15 years warranty. You go home. You forget to look into the fine print of the warranty. It always says if this product it, it is found to be stained, you have waived your warranty. We don't take note of that. And what is stained, consumers? We're talking a mere stain. Your mattress can disappoint you and it gives you signs of sagging and you feel that it's no longer comfortable and you are saying to your spouse, we can take this thing back. It has 20 years warranty. Good and well, when you phone them, they say, fine, we'll come and pick it up for assessment. The report comes back. It says, we cannot do anything because it has stained. And you ask yourself, what about the stain? When you go to the fine print, it talks to that stain. And consumers, let us understand, we cannot avoid the stain. Stain, it can be your sweat when you're sleeping at night. It can be anything. But then automatically you've waived your 20-year warranty. These are things that we, we are not taking into consideration. So I'm glad that SAFM has given us this platform to educate consumers that you cannot avoid those things. They are there and you have waived your, your warranty. That's but for you to protect what you've paid for, let's always, when we buy base and mattress, we must budget for mattress protector so that we can protect our warranty that we are given for 20 years. All right, so let's, let's go to... Okay, Omar, let's let's go to some of our callers because they've been holding. I think they've got some comments and also questions for you. Anonymous A-Tima, good evening. Good evening to you, my darling Patricia, and your guests and the rest of the crew behind you. Uh, I just want to say, you know, when you say warranty, they tell you 10 years, 7 years, 8 years, 4 years, 5 years, 3 years warranty. But uh, warranty is totally, as the lady explained, it's totally different. Sometimes when you got a warranty, they say, no, we'll fix the, we'll fix the parts only that's broken, but you've got to pay uh, something towards it. You've got you to pay for the spares, but they'll give you the labor and they'll fix it. And that's the warranty. So I never buy anything on warranty. I buy on guarantee. So if you've got three years guarantee, give me three years guarantee. Within three years, the product is broken. Uh, before three years, if it's damaged, you will take it back. Mm. And, you know, and people must let uh, the companies deliver the goods to them. You know why? So they will pay the 200 rands and let them deliver the goods to the people. Because when you deliver the goods to the person, so the person, uh, so the person don't have to uh, take it privately. When you buy the goods and take it privately, then you have to pay another transport, five, 600 rands to take it back. So pay the 250 transport fee and let them come and pick it up and let them replace you with another one. Thank you so You know, very when it's much. under guarantee. Yeah. So, and uh, because guarantee, they can't, because I, I had a problem with my telephone. It, it died off uh, three months prior to the one-year guarantee. And they refused, and I went there. I had such a big argument with the person uh, at, the, you know, the telecom shop. And I said to him, okay, no problem. I'll take the phone back. But I, I promise you I'll be back here. I'll be back with a, with a letter for you from the small claims court. If you want to go that route, I can go that route. Right? It, it, it depends on you. Because it says here it's one year guarantee. It died off before one year guarantee, and I paid a fat price for that phone for it to last less than a year. 
right? So they gave they funded me, gave me another phone. Mm. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you very much. People Anna. must be very particular when you're buying. Don't buy on warranty. Rather buy on guarantee. Excellent. Thanks, you Anonymous. You have in the endless problems with the warranty story. Thanks, Anonymous. You're L- most welcome. Let's Thanks. move on to Etienne. Etienne, uh, good evening. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just having the uh, issue with the, the small, small tazas. Shops. I'm living in Bugubert, in the Northern Cape. Now, we've got a lot of spaza shops around us. Now, they have the tendency of when you go to buy something like uh, small products like bread, uh, samba, and so on, like your normal everyday products. Then what the guy does, when you buy the stuff, and even now, when you're buying it, it has already expired. Now, when you get home and you get to go back to them and tell them, look, this thing has been expired, they just refuse to replace the, the, the product for you. And even though, if you can check on the shelves that they are having, there's a lot of products that has been uh, past their, their, their expiry dates. And then they have the tendency, what they also do is, they, for instance, buy a lot of bread. And then what happens is they buy the bread, the bread piles up. Now, you get to, like, an after two days, the bread that they have bought last week, it's still standing there. Now, they, when you are sending your small kids, like an, our small children, to go and buy the bread, they usually give those kids the bread. And then when you come back to them, they've got this, uh, they want to fight with you. So I've tried to check in up and how can I like, and get to the ombudsman just to report these guys. Because what they are doing, they are killing us. They are killing our kids because they are selling them old products at the same time. Mm. Etienne, a very, very difficult situation and I'm sure uh, Omar will be able to respond. Thank you very much for calling in. Omar, we've got uh, uh, two comments uh, here. One was from Etienne uh, who was speaking about the spaza shops that are just selling, um, you know, expired goods. And also uh, Anonymous was giving us an understanding of, of how she does her purchases on guarantee, not on warranty. Could you comment? Yes. Brilliant ones. You know, from Anonymous, I just want to reiterate on the point that she made that delivery, you must at least budget for it. Remember, the Consumer Protection Act says uh, when you purchase products or pay for services, you need to agree on a specific date and specific time of the delivery. That is Section 19. You cannot compromise it. If that didn't go according to the agreement, you have the right. The act gives you the right to cancel and you get your money. So I just want to reiterate on that point that she is correct. Consumers must be aware that they've got the right. As long as we agree, the problem with us as consumers, we don't agree. We go with the supplier who says or service provider says, oh, maybe two weeks. Maybe two to three weeks. That doesn't work. We need to agree on a specific date and specific time. When we come to warranty and guarantee, there's a thin line there, consumers. You know what? The law is very straight. When the service provider gives you a guarantee, he's saying this product will perform according to its design. When he gives you the warranty, he says, if anything happens within this period, you can come back. I'm here. It's clear. It's a clear cut. So we need to understand our rights as consumers. Guarantee that product will perform according to its design. Warranty, 
if anything happens within this X period, come back. I will be here for you. It's clear. Second caller, issue of spaza shops is critical. We need to understand that the law doesn't exclude spaza shops. It says any business person who is trading within South African borders has to abide and adhere to this law. So they are not excluded. And expiry good goods has provision in Pro- Consumer Protection Act. When you sell goods that has expired, it's sell by and due date. That is very, very critical. When we pick up a, an item on the shelf, we need to understand if that item has got expiry date or sell date or due by date, you can use before. And the provision gives you the right in Section 61 to say if anything goes wrong when you've consumed those products, then you've got a right to go back. But on a normal day, what I can advise to consumers is that when you've picked up expired goods, you go back. The law says the service provider needs to give you your money back or replace the product. It mustn't be a hassle. And we are encouraging consumers that if you experience an act that is against, is contravening the act, report it to the ombudsman. It can be a puzzle shop, it can be a tax shop, or whatever you may call it. They need to adhere to the law. Now, let's take a bit of a breather. We'll be back with more of your calls and messages. For uh, WhatsApps, you can send those to 0614104107. If you'd like to call in, you may do so on 0891104207. If you'd like to send an SMS, it goes to 41391. Remember that we're speaking currently with the media liaison officer at the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud, Omar Ramuru. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley. We are live on uh, 104 to 107 nationwide and on DSTV channel 814. This is Late Night Conversations and I am your host, Patricia Ntuli. Our A-team guest is Omar Ramaru, who is the media liaison officer at the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud. And we're talking about the things that consumers should consider when purchasing goods and how the Ombud can assist. On the line right now, I've got A-team and Noni. Noni, good evening. Good evening, Noni. Good evening, Patricia. How are you? I'm well, and how are you, Noni? Good evening. Good evening, Os Omar. Achele Kai. Os Omar, you are there so much. I don't know how to work at the service, about the bank, the gym, the, the, the self-service provider, and so many others. So I must choose only one. Mm-hmm. Then I've got so many problems. <laughs> My <laughs> office only focus on goods and services. But if you've got other issues, I can direct you accordingly to where you can get help. But you can just shoot. I'm here to listen and help. Can I do the gym? Yes, ah, that is for us. Let's talk. <laughs> okay. That's Uma. Uh, I'm a gymmer at 
Bloemfontein Sigheidspad Gym. Can I mention the name? No, you can't. <laughs> no, okay. Okay, Noni, Noni. All right, Hello. speak about the gym. Do not mention any names and just please get to the point so we okay. can give other okay. A-teamers an opportunity. Okay, I go to this particular gym in Bloemfontein. So when I go to Jobek, I use the same gym and I request for permission. And then they call the gym in Bloemfontein to allow me to gym there. Now, the problem came when I wanted to gym the other time. And then the, the, the consultant, they told me, no, you know you can have a, a dual membership between the gym, this gym in Johannesburg and the gym in Bloemfontein. I said, okay, that would be good. How do I go about? He says to me, no, you apply, give me the whole story. You apply and then you pay from, from, for uh, just one premium and then you go to any gym of your choice, either Bloemfontein or Johannesburg. Now, the one that I was going to in Johannesburg was very near to the place where I stay and the place where I'm comfortable. Within a month, the gym in Johannesburg closed down. They closed down, and then when I uh, go to my gym, I'm told that you're owing so much. Then I said, why am I owing that much? And they told me, no, your membership is the classic, and it's for 65 gyms. So what? I only wanted to gym at two places. The normal one where I go to when I'm in Bloemfontein and the one where I go to when I'm in Johannesburg. Believe you me, uh, the, the, even though the gym was closed, I was charged. And then, as a result, currently, I owe up to 7000 for a membership of 230 something. So uh, it's been a battle for the past two years, and the amount, the amount is mounting. And I've been, I've been barred from going to the gym since the very first time when I, when I, when I skipped the premium and started trying to address it. I phoned everybody. I phoned the management. I phoned the head office to no avail till this day. All right, Noni, uh, thank you very much. Listen on the radio and let's allow Omar to please see how she can assist you. Omar? Okay, we'll do. Uh, also, Aka, thank you so much for that uh, inquiry. What I can pick up from what you are asking is that uh, it's levels. I think you were not explained levels. Maybe when you are in Bloemfontein, it's standard. But maybe the area that you are in when you are in Jobek, it's a different level. That's why your premiums will be different. That's what I'm picking up from what you're telling me. But I don't want to make assumptions. You are welcome to approach our office. Then we can investigate this matter further because 7000 is a lot of money to be owing the gym. So allow our office to investigate this matter. But in a nutshell, I'm picking up levels from what you're telling us now. So if it was perhaps an issue of levels and uh, maybe n- no one uh, explained it to Noni properly, would she still have a case against the service provider? Absolutely, absolutely, because that is the main thing that it needs to be highlight- highlighted. You know, if there's any 
difference in your contract agreement that needs to be highlighted. They cannot assume that people will know and understand. It needs to be highlighted. So I think OCC has got a case and we are able to investigate further. Mm. Okay, Mm. let's move on to some voice notes. Hi, um, hi, Miss Ntuli. Can Miss Omar please help me? I bought a washing machine and I haven't taken delivery yet because I'm in dispute with the shop. They want me to collect it privately. And I ask them, when I get here, it's an automatic front loader. When I get home, someone has to remove those two bars that hold the drum in place, you know, when it's being transported and connect things, make sure it works properly. If they're now just saying I must take it at the shop, just like I've bought soap, if the person I get to collect is now has connected it wrongly and scratched it while they were removing things or inserting things or whatever, my warranty is then compromised. Whose responsibility is that? What are my rights with regards to an appliance that I bought that should be, I think, should be installed at my house and somebody makes sure it works? Thank you. Omar, could you please respond to that one? Thank you, Ms. Intoli. Yes, uh, the consumer's inquiry is valid. The store has to explain that when you take delivery upon yourself, the risk is on you of the delivery. But we always encourage consumers, like we said earlier with the anonymous caller, they need to at least budget for that delivery money. I know that most of us as consumers, we try to dodge that delivery money, but you won't regret it. Because when you do that, that 250 that 350 you are putting the risk upon the service provider or the shop. But immediately when you say, I will take this plasma TV, I will take this machine behind my bike, Anything can happen from the shop to your house. You know these roads these days, they've got harms and all that. So the minute you experience those harms, you don't know what is happening to that product. So you are waiving the warranty. But in this case, it seems like um, um, our A-team was saying that it is the supplier, the shop itself, that is refusing to deliver. Completely wrong, Ms. Sintuli. Completely wrong. We will really want to know who's that supplier if the caller can just be in contact with our office. That is completely wrong. You encourage consumers to pay for delivery because the risk will be upon you as a service provider. Let's take a bit of a breather and we'll be back after this. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Good evening, Patricia and the guest. My name is Mark. I wanted to ask your guest, you know, even these big supermarkets, you find something, for example, at one time I bought some scones, this um, six-pack. It was just written, packed by the date, but there was no expiring date. I bought them in a day's time the following day i could not eat those cones because they were falling off i just threw them away 
in such a scenario, what do you do? Because there's no expiring date, just there is a date, you know, written, picked by, but there's no expiring date. What do you do with such? Oh my, there we go. Something that a lot of people have uh, faced when it comes to uh, uh, fresh produce and baked goods. It is, Miss Ntuli. You know, I'm listening to the caller and I'm like, yo, if the producer can allow another opportunity for this topic, because it's a topic on its own. Expiry goods, they are given a provision according to Consumer Protection Act. We need to dissect that topic and... That, but, but the basic thing is, did it do harm when you consume or it did not? Because, you know, the redress is different when you consumed or when you did not. You just pick up the expiry date. Hence, I'm saying it's just a lengthy topic, but I'm sure the producer will allow us the opportunity very soon to dissect that topic. Well, he's just uh, given me a note saying, well, we will definitely do that to look at that topic. I've got a message here from Welile Digili from Tolo in Eastern Cape. Welile says, what if the product you, ha- you have and have already opened it, can you return it after you notice that it is expired? It depends, Ms. Ntuli, what are we referring to? Because if we are referring to a to appliances, yes. Be, for you to notice that this thing is working according to its purpose, you need to try it. When we talk about food, you need to open and eat and consume. Then you will know that this thing was wrong to your health, you know? So either way, you've got the right. You cannot be sold things that are out of date or that are not fit for purpose. Mm. And, and you know, I remember one day I, <laughs> I, I had bought at a particular uh, retail store, I had bought a six pack of, of milk. Um, long life milk, and when I got home, one of the, I opened the milk, and one of the, the 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 milk inside was off, and I just did not waste time. I drove back, and it was yes, it was a bit of, you know, a schlep to drive back to the to the mall and park the car, and then walk again and carry this particular box of milk. But I took it back, and I said, I'm not going to even bother to open the rest of them, and it was sealed. The milk was sealed and they took it back and refunded me. And I think sometimes as consumers, we also need to take the onus when it comes to such things. Omar, there's one thing that we didn't speak about and it's the online purchases. Um, especially now with COVID, a lot of us have turned to online buying, but sometimes your deliveries are just not done. Who do we turn to if you have bought something, but your delivery is never, is never done or you get the wrong good? Oh, yes. It's a common practice since the national disaster, COVID-19 pandemic. Most businesses tend into trading online. But the biggest question that we ask ourselves at the Ombudsman is, are these businesses trained adequately to trade online? Or is just a matter of what do I do now to make returns? You know? And obviously, in that state, you're going to make errors. And when you make errors, because you are trying to sustain your business, you are frustrating consumers. And we have seen a rise at our office 
based on these online purchases, you know, because uh, people are promised things and things are not being delivered according to the promise or when they are delivered, they are not according to the standard that was promised. And then what? What is the redress for the consumer in that state? We look into two legislation, the Consumer Protection Act, and we also look at the Electronic uh, Communication and Transaction Act because it's online. But however, I just want the consumers to understand, we, we have the right when we have purchased online. If anything is not satisfactory, we are given seven days to return without any explanation. And we, we get our money back seven days. That is ECTA, Electronic Communication Transaction Act. However, when we look at CPA, Consumer Protection Act, Section 40 and Section 41, it states that when we paid for a product, we need to receive it according to the agreement. And now recently, we've seen that people are paying for products and they are not receiving it. Is it the fact that service providers are misleading, overselling, overbooking what they cannot provide? And that is unlawful if they're doing that. And the consumer has the right to claim back their money. And we are seeing those complaints coming through to our offices. And we are saying, consumers, be aware. Because during this time of pandemic, businesses were frustrated and they wanted to make their returns. So they said, we are doing online. But are they adequately trained to do online? No. One thing that we maybe as consumers, remember, as much as there's a law that gives us the right, as consumers, we've got the responsibility to make sure that we do that due diligence checks. Mm. And we have seen that as consumers, we are trusting the, the, the businesses. Why are we doing that? Are these businesses legitimate? Are these well-known brands? Can we trade with well-known brands? Because I, I may make an example we now, feel now, online Omar, Omar unfortunately yes. because of time I need to go to the news but what we'll do is we'll continue with our conversation uh, because it seems there's a lot of layers that we can uh, really uh, dig deep into but in the meantime please just give us a, a website or contact details for the ombud thank you Miss Intuli we are contacted on our call center number 86 272. That's our call center, Monday to Friday, 8 to 4.30 p.m. And our website is www.cgso.org.za. Thank you so very much, uh, Omar. Looking forward to us having another discussion with you. Thank you, Ms. Nduli, and to the listeners. Let's go straight to Zoleg Atkotasha with the news. Good evening, Zoleg.